hashtag Chuck was right is a good hashtag. I hope we can. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to literally drive to Colorado just to hit you with my car. It's going to take you 27 hours. Have fun with that drive. It sucks. It'll be worth every second. Fiftieth episode of the Time Ice Skates podcast. Uh, the episode right after Thanksgiving, so we hope everybody listening had an amazing Thanksgiving with their friends and family. There's a lot of things to be thankful for this year, including the Philadelphia Flyers. So let's get into it. The Flyers are eleven nine and one, currently third in the Metro. Pretty good, pretty good so far. I'm interested to hear you guys' thoughts, and um, yeah. Oh, are we supposed to talk now? That would be <laughs> ideal. I was waiting <laughs> for an invitation, personally. Oh, yeah, Johnny, why don't you go ahead, buddy? How do you feel about the Flyers' record so you far? Me to go, well, but you're such an asshole. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I feel like the, at least the last like handful of games, um, whether they won or lost, I feel like they've outplayed their their opposition, especially when you look at the Black Friday game against the Rangers. I mean, I was there. I mean, we've outchanced them severely. I think it was just that slow start. Uh, yeah, I think I think they they mentioned on the broadcast yesterday because we're recording on Sunday, so they played the Islanders Saturday night. Um, that whenever they score the first goal, they're yeah. I think like ten and one, and whenever they give up the first goal, they're oh eight and one. So yeah, or something crazy like that. It might be like ten and zero or something. I don't know. But I think yeah, you're pretty I guess spot on there. Starts starts are making the difference for this team. Yeah, and I think the past couple of games, we've been very much out shooting our opponents, which is really good to see. Um, but Johnny, I got like, I guess we played okay against the Rangers, but I got to disagree with you there. I know you were, you were at the game, but like, to me personally, that game like infuriated me. It just felt like a, a difficult game for me to watch. It just felt like we were destined to lose from the get go. I don't know. I mean, look yeah. at their three goals, though. I mean, like, especially the Sandheim turnover, that shouldn't have happened. First, yeah. first goal was literally just like 45 seconds in. Uh, I think they were just a lot more opportunistic with their chances, like at least those three. Uh, but I yeah. still think we had more more chances. The, the Sanheim turnover was so bad. That was a pizza. That was a blatant of pizzas you can deliver. I don't like. <laughs> I don't think that's like. I mean, it's obviously good that we we are winning most of the games that we score first in. But like that losing stat is just. I hate that because it's like, all right, we gave up the first goal. Well, we're out of this one. You know, like when the stats are just against you, <laughs> when it's like so jarring like that, that every game that you don't score first in, you've lost. Like that's not, that's not good. Just means Obviously. we can stop watching after the first like five minutes, depending on who scores, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They they are playing well though. They are, d- despite like. The it lineup changes and whatnot. I'm like surprised, like that they did change the lineup after winning. What was it five straight? Was it five? I think or they were straight? on four straight, and then they scratched oh, Frost again, and then we ended up winning the fifth without him. Oh, and then we lost oh. two straight you, after that. You had to you had to add that. Uh, yeah, frost the Frost detail. <laughs> it's an important detail. I feel like it's like the number one like news item that Flyers fans are talking about, like on social media. I mean, it's it's been about Frost since the beginning of the season. It's that and just how well we actually are playing better than we thought we would. 
But uh, one thing I wanted to mention that we need to discuss is the statistic that over the past eight seasons, the teams that are in a playoff spot as of Thanksgiving, 75% of those teams end up making the playoffs that year. And to our surprise, as of Thanksgiving, the Flyers were in a playoff spot. I believe they were in second place in the Metro at the time. Yeah. Looks like we're making the offs, baby. The, the, the Metro is just so tight, though. Like the second to last team and the second team are like within five points of each other. So it's like, it's so hard to tell. And I mean, at the start of this year, I wanted this team to be, you know, have a top five pick again. I don't think that's going to happen at this point. So might as well just root for like winning one round of the playoffs or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's tight, but there's also like pretender teams like the Washington Capitals that are somehow like 10 and five right now. They're just yeah, not Gus. that good. Including <laughs> the Flyers. Well, I personally don't think the Flyers are pretenders. No, they've been playing. They've, they've been outperforming playing teams yeah. every single night, whereas the For Capitals sure. are just getting lucky with Ovechkin empty netters every night. So, no, I'd have to agree with you there because it's like, all right, like this isn't just a results like bat. You're not backing into like lucky wins here i think every win we've had or most of the wins we've had are like well earned and, and even in the losses like yeah. you know for the i'd say you know nine losses right now i'd say like maybe four of them we i'd say we like put up a really good fight and were contentious enough to win but you know like i said i like i i have no issue with the way that they're playing right now other than the fact that we're not going to get a top 10 pick <laughs> i mean i think it's really only like the power play is terrible still like that's yeah. the only problem with the team right now oh for six against the rangers yeah and that's i think right the, the penalty kill i think is 13th or like 12th in the league right now they're like almost top 10 in the penalty kill but i think that power play is still like bottom 10 in the league um so fix whatever the fuck's going on there and we're a great team <laughs> the way we're playing we're just smothering we're just smothering like that's literally the way they're playing is they're smothering yeah I, i've said this before if if you figure out the power play if you score one power play goal a game your chances of winning that game greatly increase so it's honestly maybe the only glaring issue on the team right now so maybe rocky thompson and torch should figure it the fuck out put the right players on the ice and actually get a system in place that is going to work maybe we just don't have the players on the team to make it work but i honestly don't believe that yeah, we're missing top tier talent, but there's a lot of very talented guys on this team. And you like, I'd be lying if I said I didn't believe they could actually put together a good power play because they can. I mean, Tippett, Konechny, Coots, like they got guys that can produce in the offensive zone. It's just surprising how awful they've been. They just got to get in the zone. They, they have trouble like actually getting the puck like over the red line into the blue line and setting it up. They like panic too much with it, and teams don't respect them. You see teams playing a little extra aggressive, so because they because they know we don't have a guy, and they know that we're bad on the play uh, on the power play. Yeah, and it, like especially if you look at like top power plays around the league, like think Colorado, Tampa Bay, Edmonton. Those guys are constantly moving around, switching yeah. spots along the ice. Like I, like I, I saw it clearly when I went to the game against the Rangers. They just stay in the same spot, stagnant, literally cylinder feet. No it's one's crazy. switching spots. Like they're not handing it off. They're not making defensemen like uh, like the uh, 
the opponent like think a little bit. They're literally making it as easy as possible, and they try to pass it through the box way too much. And it's just like it's like there's your issue. It's like they just don't move. They stay the same spot, and the fact that they're just so stubborn not to fix it is crazy at this point. It's pretty wild that like the players don't just like, well, I guess you'll get fucking scratched or benched if you do, but like just fucking take over power play. Start. Well, one of one of the players be like, "Hey, I'm gonna draw out the power play, and this is how we're gonna do it. Like, we're not listening to the coaches anymore. Yeah. Like, you guys yeah. clearly can't help it. So, like, we're well, gonna figure start, it out. Like, amongst moving us. around. <laughs> like, yeah, like, hey guys, why don't we cycle? Just, why don't we do what we do on five on five and cycle the puck around in the offensive zone? They're all standing in their spots, turning as the puck gets like passed around the perimeter. That's literally all they do. And they hand whoever's at the top of the umbrella. They just hand like they constantly handcuff the guy at the yeah. point. Yeah. And they don't have any space. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like get the work the puck down low. If there's no option, you're literally just asking for a turnover the other way whenever you do that. Yeah, I've honestly never even seen them attempt to try a different power play strategy. Like, why not have the quarterback be the guy behind the net instead of having it at the point? Like, let's hold the puck in different spots on the ice to try to get people open. They just haven't tried much other than shuffling around the people that are on the ice. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's no no players ever had a, had success playing behind the net, right? Not like the greatest player ever in the history of the game made that his office. Yeah, and it's you know, no, not at all. Where everyone has to turn around and no one knows where the puck is. Why would you make? Why would you do that? Why would you set up there? <laughs> Terrible idea. Why would you even mention it? Terrible. Horrible. <laughs> so, as we move away from the power play a little bit, I want to get us all on record uh because of that playoff statistic as of thanksgiving i would love to hear if you guys believe that we're going to be in the playoffs come end of april early may i really fucking hope not because i don't want this i don't want them to fucking Fuck easy. pick up guys <laughs> at the trade deadline like we no, should well, be okay, can... can you imagine <laughs> us being buyers of the deadline that is hilarious I like, think Danny's smart enough to not do that. Like, if we make the playoffs, that's awesome. Just but keep there's the no point in help. Like, maybe, like, honestly, we don't even need, like, a bottom six, like, role guy. Like, don't even do anything. No. We have too many of them. We we have too many guys. We have to scratch guys every other game. You trade Paling. You sons. trade Hathaway. You trade uh, Walker. Walker, even though he's been amazing. Well, that's why you do trade him, because he's been good. Um, try I mean, to we're looking Sandheim. at the... We're looking at the ramifications now. Like Scott Lawton, we should have traded Trade him Scott for a first oh round pick God. last. And now look at him now. And it's just like he's invisible out there. He's not an impact he... player like he was like last year. One goal, nine assists. Something like that. But like even on the shorthand, like he's been he's been not great. Um yeah. I One mean goal nine assists isn't terrible, but it's not good. Right. It's not bad. For what I expect from him, I think that's okay. That means he's going to get. 40. I don't think a team. I mean, I'll phrase it. I'll phrase it this way. Relatively speaking, a team now would not give up a first for him when they reportedly previously year, offered that yeah. last year. He's always to me. He's who knows. Go for it, sorry, kids. I was going to say he's always been that kind of player to me. Like I don't know, he puts up like forty points a year, but I I don't really know some ever. And but he gets a lot of love in like in the stats world or in the scout world. So yeah, they should have definitely, you know, taken that first round pick last year, in my opinion. But I think he's an okay player. I don't know. 
playoffs. I mean, I gigs. think also, I think like he he's a player that contenders ideally need. I think that's a well, good yeah. I think people it. are still going to be asking for him because they're like, hey, he might be underperforming, but maybe we can get him cheaper. No, than we yeah, would have. that's that's what we're saying. He's just not worth the first. But yeah, we we I don't want I I think we're good enough to make the playoffs, but I really, really, really don't want to. I think we're going to make the playoffs, and I'm going to stand <laughs> by that. I think they do. Uh, I think that yeah. I just want it. I just want it so Jesus bad. Jesus Christ, DG. And we're in the spot where it's a possibility. Like we're Flyers fans. Am I supposed to fucking root for them to just miss the playoffs? Or like that doesn't make sense to me. I can't do that. Well, we're maybe Z's hoping for like a torrential downfall. Oh, uh, like... yeah. <laughs> you know that'd be yeah. too painful for the mental because health. We didn't I'd even we didn't playoffs. even make it to Disney on Ice Weekend yet. Let's Probably, wait. Yeah, let's wait till true. that passes, and then we'll see. We're we're due yeah. for a ten game losing streak come December. Come end of December. It always early happens. January. That's when it always happens. We're uh, yeah, we're on episode fifty, a big mile marker for us. So maybe around episode fifty four, we'll have a we'll, we'll be opinion. able to gather our opinions better. But yeah, you're right. But that statistic, the Thanksgiving statistic, you can't deny. It's pretty. Pretty set in stone, in my opinion. No, I know. I agree. Playoffs. I I would love to watch this team play in the playoffs, but that would be just <laughs> in the moment, you know. But for like the the future of this team, I don't like. They're, yeah, like if they're in a playoff like, spot. They're gonna make transactions that make the team better during the. Like, I don't think Danny's I, that dumb. I mean, look, I think we're gonna you, be if you're in a spot, a you think you have a chance. So. I don't know, Z. Maybe we make playoffs, get booted in the first round, get pick eighteen, and end up with another Giroux or Mike Richards. And then you that's gotta, where, you I think that's happy fun. That, that's that's happy funland DG world. That, yeah, that is. <laughs> but it's also then like <laughs> I, I'd rather you know finish fifth from the bottom and get a top nine pick and not make the playoffs and lose in the. Well, first we can round. root for the Florida Panthers collapse then. That's true. That's true. We have their pick too. But I, I just think they're not going to sell the guys that they need to sell, and they're going to pick up guys if they're in a playoff position at the trade deadline. Because yeah. they, they just won't be able to help themselves. Even though they've agreed that this is a rebuild, they say everyone, you, they're taking calls on everyone. If they're in a playoff position, it's hard to not go for it. Yeah, I think there's a difference between going for it and uh, trading away future assets to go for it. It, I don't think just they'll give away future. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, no, they definitely won't. They definitely won't do that. That's I mean, I trust Danny B enough to not to have that not happen. But it is like it is pretty frustrating being the only team out of the four major sports teams in Philly to not be successful right now, or like at least make playoffs because the Phillies make deep run, Eagles make deep run, Sixers get booted in the second round, but at least they make it the past like six years. Yeah, but it's know. coming. Fair wait point. for wait for I, I, Cutter I, and Matt Bay. Our time is coming. Then, then, yeah, then it'll be fair. time. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I know DG's not a huge Eagles guy, but like they are the best team in the NFL right now. So you got to like, you, you to should get I'm into not it. a huge Eagles guy. I mean, You're not you weren't watching the game just now, were you? Yeah, because they they kicked me off Red Zone. There are other ways to it, find, and it. I don't have cable. Yeah, it's called an illegal stream. I was preparing for the podcast. All right, you know? See, he doesn't care. Well, someone well, had to do what it. What a all bad, the, all the well, No, I'm that. saying, I'm saying, you should care because they're, you know, it's a Philly team being the best team in a in, in a league. No, yeah, that's completely fine. But 
the regular season doesn't matter. Like the, the winner the leaves NFL that game, does. it doesn't fucking matter. And the We're NFL nine and totally one, does. nine and two. Every game's matter. playoff game. We're ten and ten and one now. I was gonna say, um, I think the NFL. I think it's the one regular season that does seven, matter. 16, 17. Only, yeah, it's like every game is consequential, especially when we're fighting for the one seed. But this is an Eagles spot. Turning back to the Flyers, because I don't think I, I answered DG's original question. I think, like, no, we don't make playoffs. I think we're going to end up in that 25%. I kind of fall out. I don't know. I just, it's just like there's a lot to, a lot of time in between now and then. Like, think about it. We're only like a quarter away into the season, too. We still have 75% of our games left. Um, Granted, small sample size has been good. I mean, what I'm hoping for is, yeah, I want a top 10 pick. Like, give us one more top 10 pick. We can be competitive next year. See what happens when Gautier, uh cracks the roster. Still plenty of games to lose, John. Oh, speaking of fucking trade deadline acquisitions, Cutter Gautier is a trade deadline acquisition. Don't say that. <laughs> I hate when people You're say one of that. those. You're one of those. It's like Katuria and Atkinson. Uh, yeah, oh, we're getting Katuria and Atkinson back this year from injury, so we don't need to make any trades. Those are our trade uh, acquisitions. Chuck, Chuck was kind of right, though. I mean, it is it is factual. Like, you didn't have them, and now you do. Your team is better with them. But don't <laughs> pretend like you – okay. It's true. Just admit it. It's true. Like, Hashtag it's Chuck not the same right. as trading Chuck for someone right. because, like, you already had those guys. So don't say, like, oh, we don't have to do anything because we're getting these guys back from injury. Fine. DG, please hashtag up. Chuck was right is a good hashtag. I hope I think I'm going to hit you. I'm going to literally <laughs> drive to Colorado to hit you with my car. I'm going to take it 27 hours. Have fun with that drive. It sucks. It'll be worth every second. Um, <laughs> Alex, what do you think? No. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I just think uh, the Metro is good, and I only see three teams out of the Metro making the playoffs, so I don't even see us making the wild card spot. Yeah. Oh! That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. like I, The Atlantic's great. We can't. We can't just forget about the Atlantic, but bro, I, yeah, I'd argue the Atlantic is better than and, the Metro right now. Yeah, and the way Torch runs it, we're putting, we're making teams fight every every game early on in the year. I don't know if the, with the guys we have right now, that's able to last sustainable. Over, yeah. yeah, and I think also this power play just fucking blows. Yeah, like that has to get fixed in order for you to even want to attempt to make a playoff run and. I think we might even be sellers, even if we're in that bubble. Personally, I think Danny wants to say we're not doing this whole rigmarole of just you know middle of the pack. Let's fucking sell, and I'd be so down for it. Me sell too. and get what you can. I think they should sell no matter what, even if they're in a playoff yeah. spot. Like sell and then play in the first round. Let the young guys get some playoff experience. Don't don't have any high expectations. I mean, he's right. Year's a new year. he's well, right, right now we'd be playing Carolina. Do. We'd be playing Carolina right now, and we I I hope we'd all know how that would go. Yes, like, I don't we'd probably that, get swept by Carolina. Yeah, like honest. I don't even think there's a. I don't know. We we beat Carolina earlier this year. You would need you would need Carter Hart to stand us. on his head, dude. Honestly, we we needed Carter Hart to stand on his head to beat Montreal. That, that I don't know. I think we play him pretty tough, but they were the most aggressive team on the penalty kill, and we like, couldn't have Belpedio or yes. Zamula back there. Like or stall. Yeah, like <laughs> speaking Christ, of, stop talking. Yeah, speak, speaking of. Bro, Honestly, though, I would agree with you guys, but man, this team is like, there was only like two games this year where I'm like, okay, they deserve to lose. Dude, every loss, they, they've outshot their opponent by like 10 or 15 uh, shots. Which, which two games? The Ottawa one? That was like the one of the first games of the season. Ducks one, maybe? And I think, 
maybe the Ducks, da- maybe the Ducks, maybe maybe Dallas. Mm-hmm. Was it? Were they, they out, at they Dallas? No, Dallas. They came back and scored three, three shots. The shorts. Buffalo game they lost they five lost, to two right. was like forty shots to like fifteen or something. Dude, the Buffalo like one, that. it was crazy. Man, I don't know if this team has a twenty to twenty five percent power play, dude. This is like a crazy good team in yeah. the league. Like it's, yeah. I I honestly feel like if they can figure out the power F, play, it's. But I mean, I can definitely. If they could just add te- ten percentage points to their <laughs> I mean, honestly, but like, I can see them tailing off for sure. But man, I don't know, man. They've they've been playing really freaking good, and and I remember last year they started out well, but I was like, dude, they don't look good though. Like this team's actually fun to watch. I don't know, like they're they're getting chances from they- everywhere. They're making plays. They're battling. They are fun to watch, but I'm not ready to say that they're like any different from the past ten years of yeah, Flyers hockey. Fair. Like until yeah, until I fair. see it, until I that's fully fair. see it transition, I'm not willing to say that. So I am just hoping for fun, watchable hockey, and expecting you know a collapse at some point. I mean, I also is coming. Yeah, uh, it's inevitable. I mean, I think one thing, too, is interesting to keep an eye on is to see if uh, – what's it called? Because Carter Hart can't play every game, right? I see if yeah, Sam Harrison can can keep his momentum rolling. He had a two – he gave up 12 goals in his first two games, but recently he's been slamming the oh, I saw that. I think that's – yeah, go for it. Go for it, Kuz. I was on Barstool Bar rooting on, rooting on his uh, shutout there. <laughs> 20, 20, and he went, he went toe-to-toe with Sorokin, and that's, that's a top two goal in the league, so – I mean that's that's pretty good. He was probably the sole reason we won that game. Made a lot of big saves. It's just you know. It's I think I think it's too. I think I think it says a lot if you have two goalies that can go and give you a competitive performance like night in and night out. Um, I think that's where you know like uh like that Kings game where we kind of saw when Cal Peterson started like difference between yeah how how much bad goaltending can kill momentum so. I don't know. Well, I think that's a big defense. That's a big factor to see how consistent he can play. It's always tougher for a backup goalie to do that because they don't play as much. So yeah, and I don't think he's been particularly like terrible in any of his games. I just feel like the defense has either let him down, and it's just that like you can count on Carter Hart to make saves when the defense lets you down more than you can count on Urson, and that's just you know difference between a starter and a backup. Yeah. Too many uh like uh two on ones odd man rushes rushes and, and like. Turnovers that, in front of the net. That's what killed him versus players. Rangers. That's what killed him versus the Rangers. Like, and I thought they overall like played a more sound game. They just like every time the Rangers got the puck, it was like a two on one. It was crazy. Got to slow that down. Clog yeah. the middle. And Zabinajad got three points, I think, as yeah. well. So. Oh, that he guy, he's, that's but, usual. Yeah, he if he's having a slow DG. year, just get his fucking Flyers game in. Dude, he doubled Double his, his goal. points. He doubled his goal total on the year. The, he's not good. He pisses me he off. Just plays the Flyers he, and gets nine points. He fucking pisses me off. <laughs> uh, yeah, but let's get it through like the revolving door that is like the forward group right now, right? Like that middle six, especially. Not so much a revolving door. It's just more like a one-way door. Where two guys. Where two guys are just going in and out. <laughs> two guys going in and out. Given 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 ass taps and high fives on the way out as they pass <laughs> each other. Yeah, um, at this point, we're talking about Frost and Brink, but at this point, like, do you think that Hathaway and Deloria need to be in the lineup at the same time? So no. I, 
I tweeted this yesterday and I'm just like, listen, like Delorier, at least the last five or so games hasn't been effective as he was earlier in the year on the four check. And that's his bread and butter. That's his go-to game. He's like, he's that sandpaper that gets yeah. him deep below the red line. First man in kamikaze style. But like, I, if he's not bringing that, if he's not fighting Hathaway's pretty much taking the belt, I'd say so far yeah. this year in being aggressive and causing momentum because of fights. Like, all right, like you're not like it's cool to have the Bash Brothers out there, but like if you're not being effective at what you typically do and what you bring, I see no reason why you can't have both Frost and Brink in the lineup. Like, yeah. I'd, and honestly, I'd be interested to see that. Like, I don't know why those are the two guys specifically. I'd like it's, to see them it has play to be on like a, a veteran thing. I would no, not. I don't if, know. Agree. I don't know if I agree with that. If they're on the same lines, Brink has to be with therapy. Brink they just their 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 chemistry is just too good to keep them apart, and I mean I didn't like it earlier in the year, but I think you go Frost Connect Tippet. Tippet. That's and put and me. put Brink and Fairby either with Couturier or Gates. Yeah, I mean I think that's the only forced only logical way that line together it would work. That's probably the best combination. Yeah, Cade's Brink Faraby was a was a good line for a uh, like a good stretch of the games they played together. Um, mm. but yeah, like to me, Hathaway does what Delorier does with a little bit more offensive talent, and then it's different for Palin because he's a center and he he does have good speed. I like I like keeping him on the fourth line. Um. I've, I mean, I thought at least thought Lawton of, gives him someone to like pass the puck around with. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate the one time they did. They took Paling out and put in Lawton at center between Hathaway and Delorier. That was a fun line to watch for that game. Mm-hmm. They were just in everybody's face like the whole game, and you kind of need that. But that was fun. But Paling's playing good too. Yeah, but yeah, I was about to say Paling's not playing bad. He took like a bad penalty or so. Or I, I yeah, I maybe just like those three guys. They started the year really good, right? The fucking. Ph PhD line, <laughs> PED, yeah, the PED line. But I don't think the three of them should be in the lineup at the same time. It's just not necessary no. when you have Lawton who can easily move down to the fourth line, and you have and the- actual prospects, young players that you want to give playing time. Yeah, that that have been playing well when in the lineup, like at least analytically, have been playing good. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's also me, like, yeah, go ahead. They're playing like eight minutes a game, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like they're playing significant time. I don't know. The the Islander game the other day, I saw fourth liners playing 3v3 <laughs> for a lot of overtime. It was kind of weird. I didn't yeah. really understand it, but I think it was like paling somebody and Sanheim on the first OT line. And I was like, why? <laughs> that could be a guy's tired thing. Or I mean, like Paling is, does have like some pickup, like he has some speed. So I could see you maybe trying to work him in three on three OT, but like you have way more skilled guys that should be playing. Right. That's mm. the time for them. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think it's basically, towards his stubbornness at this point. Um, and I don't think anything's really going to change. Like we can bitch about it on Twitter all we want, but he wants what he wants. And if he doesn't like Morgan Frost, and if he wants to give Morgan Frost a game and Brink has to come out because of that, I guess that's just what we're going to have to deal with 
for the rest of the year. I mean, one one or two things are going to happen. Frost is either going to go off and start contributing offensively, or he's going to get traded. Burn him. There's no in between. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's leaning towards the latter, obviously. And like, obviously, I picked him as my guy to start the year, so I like believe in him and stuff. And I still think he's talented. It's just like. I mean, at this point, it just seems like he would be better off on a different team and the Flyers would be better off because of yeah. it as well. And and this team, this organization has been on the player side for the past, whatever, 10 seasons where they've been, you know, firing the coaches, right? But now I feel like they have their coach and they're on the coach's side now. And you saw it with Hayes last year or this, this past offseason. Like if the coach doesn't like a player, they're getting rid of the player, not the coach. As long as it works I, out. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's talk about some other stuff here. Uh, notably, Rasmus Ristolainen played his first game of the season the other day against the Islanders. Uh, to me, he looked pretty solid out there, nothing flashy, but he played his game. He used his body and his size play well defensively. I think he looked good, and with the rotating defenseman we got on the back end there it's nice to have a nice stable top four guy back in the lineup i didn't watch this game who who what were the d pairs i was at barstool bar so i didn't really see you were watching um, but you weren't paying attention i was watching but yeah. i think sealer walker are together right i don't i don't really remember what the d lines were i'm not gonna lie to you am i the only one that one like doesn't johnny Go ahead. Johnny, do you know what the D-lines were? Anyone knows? No, nobody knows. <laughs> okay. It's okay. That's fine. Maybe Sealer and Stahl? <laughs> I think Sealer it's Stahl. Who, who did Risto Sealer play won. with? Sandheim? Uh, maybe Sandheim. <laughs> you guys. No, I think it was York and Sandheim. I think they kept them together. Gotcha. I mean, either way. Risto <laughs> back in the lineup. Brought Zamula out. He was scratched for that game. Um one thing I wanted to throw out there for this is a nice little rank them thing with three guys. I want you guys to rank the following. Stahl, Zamula, Belpedia, one to three. Coots, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Um, I put Zamula number one. Then I put, um, I don't know. <laughs> I but Zamula definitely number one. Um, I think Belpedio has been playing good, and I I don't think Stahl's been as bad as people have said. But I would probably put Belpedio next. I think I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of done with the Stahl experiment. But I, I don't that, think he's been awful. But I think he's been terrible. I think he's been really I mean, bad. <laughs> I don't I don't think he's been like great. But yeah, I don't I, know. But I would put Zamula, Belpedio, then Stahl. I think that's the only right answer. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm putting Belpedio first, then Zamula. Yeah. <laughs> really? oh, okay. Okay. I agree. Maybe not the only I right answer. I was going to say, it might be crazy, but I think Belpedio is the best out of these three guys. Small, small sample bad. size, but like, I, dude, I, he wasn't, but I feel like it's also like third pair, sheltered minutes. And it's kind of like when you're that guy coming in, you don't want to make any mistakes. So you're kind of just like getting the puck but off That's all you need. Quickly, exactly. Which is what you, you want. The fourth line. But that's also so what, what you get from a guy the... who's like not comfortable, right? Yeah. No. I mean, not necessarily uncomfortable, but exactly what I said. A guy who hasn't played a lot. 
and it's just well, doesn't yeah but like up. that's the point of the third pair i mean it's like okay i'd rather have that than like zamola so, so yeah Stahl agreed turning in, in over falling it down yeah in his role that's all you need yeah. though like that is a guy like a steady not a steady eddie type deal because that's a lot of praise but like literally just a guy that can make the first pass out of the breakout he jumps into the play a lot he can bring a little bit of offense he's a good skater he's not the biggest guy but he doesn't make any plays that i would say are detrimental to the team as i've seen from Zamola and Stahl and and, and, I, and honestly I, a smaller sample size Zamola yeah. and Stahl probably have played less games than Bill Pia. I'm sort of surprised that Stahl came back in the lineup when usually when you're on a winning streak you don't like fuck with anything right well he's clearly one of Torts' guys so that's true <laughs> he, I think Torts literally said he looks like Real dumb out there skating, but he gets in the way of the puck, so he likes him. Who? <laughs> Stall? Yeah. <laughs> There's some outrageous quote out there. That's pretty funny. Um, but like to me, I think a lot of people listening would rank Zamula first, which I, I guess I get, but I feel like people are just like so attached to these young prospects. I've never seen other than like that first couple games of the season, Zamula has not move the needle for me ever really and i just don't like he he's just a he's just the name that's on the roster right now and he's not he's probably not going to be on the team in the next couple of years if, hey, if next year even i'm not yeah, saying he's, he's good you just told me to rank three bad defensemen so like <laughs> i don't think yeah, he's great. I for I what it's worth i'm putting risto above all four well, like well obviously <laughs> risto's been great last year and then one game but this year has been fine. Stall can't be like uh, in that Islanders game. He played 17 minutes and 43 seconds. Like he cannot be playing 18 minutes a night. But that's that's too much. Mm. Yeah, I would say that's probably too much for any of these three guys. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I mean, you have Sandheim playing 30 minutes. Sandheim, York, um. And I guess Risto now should be eating those minutes. Even Sealer. Like, I honestly really like Sealer. He's he's grown on very, me. He's been a very steady guy back there that you can rely I, on. I don't care about him at all. Trade I him don't care about him. You def- yeah, you definitely flip him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um. All right. That was fun. Uh, I don't know, but I, I like Zamula. I think Zamula is stronger than we think. Like, he's, like, stronger on the punk, puck than he looks. And then his poke check is so good. And I like his first pass out too. I don't think he brings as much offense yet as Belpedio, but I don't know. I, I like Zamula a lot. I'm a big Zamula fan. Number one fan. Let's go, Zamula. <laughs> Very nice, kids. That was nice of you. I, know, you, you, I think you you, you got to go, you know, Sanheim Risto, York Walker, and then have mm-hmm. Sealer and whoever that other guy's going to be mm-hmm. play like 10 minutes a night mm-hmm. <laughs> or like 13 sure. minutes a night or something. Sure. You gotta rely heavier on those other guys. I don't I just I just hate seeing them out on the ice. <laughs> like Sealer, like I don't want to see Sealer install out on the ice ever. <laughs> Speaking of Sealer. guys that we want to see out on the ice, I, I just oh. wanted to discuss the current point standings on the Flyers before we move to around the league. Um we got the list up here on our episode document. Uh top three point getters on the team are Travis Sandheim, Konechny, and Farabee in that order. Uh, to me, 
I'm honestly extremely surprised that Sanheim is leading the team in points. I think that speaks volumes for how well he's played this year. I get, yeah, he still has those wild turnovers every now and then, but he's at least, to me, playing much better hockey. He's probably our best defenseman on the year so far. And to be leading the team in points, having more points than a guy like Konechny too, is, even though it's just one point, it's pretty good. Him to That's my guy. That is your guy, Kate. Good job. Breakout year, baby. Great. I actually wrote down here that I wanted to change my guy, but I, I won't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can talk about that. Po- well, let's talk about that post game. Yeah. I hope Sanheim keeps this up so we can fucking trade him. He has a no trade cost, but yeah. I mean, is it a modified or I mean, I think it's straight up. Uh, no teams. Yeah, I don't know. They, Chuck gave him a complete, if he gave him a full no trade, that's wild. I'll go on cat friendly and see, but yeah, you you look that up. Um, yeah, I mean, like out of, I I wouldn't say like Farabee's the surprise, but I Jesse's just like I I knew all last year that he would you know he was nowhere near a hundred percent. Obviously, coming off came back way too quick from that neck surgery, and people were real down on him. And I'm just like he just came off like there's no way he's healthy right now. Um. And I think he's 100% healthy again, and it shows. I like that was a big, that was a huge miss for for the my guy segment. No, yeah, I mean that's who you wanted to talk to. about it on post game, but that's what I want to <laughs> yeah, no, you can't switch now. <laughs> yeah, um, but speaking of Faraby, I think like he's playing really well, and he's also not getting a ton of ice time compared to these other guys. I mean, he's averaging 15 minutes a game. Whereas, you know, guys like TK are getting 18 minutes, Couturier 19 minutes, Atkinson 17 minutes a game. Obviously, TK and Coots probably deserve more ice time than Farabee, especially Coots when it comes to penalty kills. But like Farabee's playing so well, you would think the coach would reward him by giving him a little bit more ice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They haven't like figured out their forward lines yet, which is surprising because they're winning a good amount of games. Um, it just seems to be like they're picking names out of a hat every night. Um, and just to to go back, Sanheim does have a full no trade for years one through four, and five nice. through eight, five through eight's a twelve team no trade list. Nice. So we got to wait so five the, years. He's on the squad. For five so years. basically, He's only just... the only years where he would have some value. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, Chuck. Thanks. Thanks for taking care of that on your way out. <laughs> All right. I feel like that's a good time to move on to around the league. Um, let's get into it. We're going to start with the New York Rangers. They appear to be a wagon currently in first place in the NHL. I believe we've talked about them before, um, but I would just love to hear your guys' thoughts on their team. It looks like Lafreniere is actually starting to play pretty decent. I think he's got like eight or nine goals on the year right now, which is pretty pretty good. Um, but yeah, they're they're good, and it pisses me off. So I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts. Wait, Coots, did you just do a wardrobe change? <laughs> no, I've had this on. Oh, really? Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Rangers are a wagon. I I would have to agree. Just seeing how they this like it's just so the biggest thing I think that separates a contender from not a contender is how they can hold a lead and suffocate that like holding the lead and they that's exactly what they did to us when we played them 
Um, like I said, they scored too early and they kind of, like I said, we, like I said, I think we outchanced them like throughout the game, but for the most part, it was a lot of neutral zone play. It was a lot of shutting things down early on the entry and stuff. So they got the star power. Yeah. And I think they could have scored more if they weren't trying to get Zabanej out of hat trick. Yeah. Um, those cocksuckers. They're good. I mean, they got their number one D they have a number one goaltender who's fucking amazing. Uh, Who's their number one D, Eric? They don't even have. They don't even have their number well, one. Adam D. Fox. Fox he's, is he's injured. Yeah. He's injured. Uh, it's scary about it. Truba. <laughs> they got two goals. I mean, Truba, are- Miller, Lindgren are all good. Dude, quick is six zero and one. Braden Schneider. Braden Schneider's decent. Heedles. Miller. Lafreniere's starting to starting to work it. Probably Kako's gonna like figure it out in the end of the year or some shit. Fuck them, dude. Hate him. Yeah, I can, I can only hope that they fail miserably in the playoffs. I just, you know, as cool as a Vegas Rangers Stanley Cup final would be, I just don't want to have to watch that. Yeah. Also, also, I want a gay Perot, and they drafted him after that bonk pick. And he's been. Can doing we? Can we not? Can we not? Can we not? Because hey, I bonk's, get, I get bonk's playing well I, this year. I literally get so mad every time I see Perot's name because he's, he's like well a top. London. He's like a top ten prospect right now. Like, in hey the man, system. if we didn't want to hold on, he's ranked to, like ninth, and I'd just be like, wow, that could have been really cool with him and Mitch with him, Mitchkov and uh, and Godier. Cutter, yeah, you know what also would have been sick if we traded Law in, and then we could have got Perot with that pick, and then picked Bonk with the other pick, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Bonk's playing Crazy. well. That. Uh, Five goals, nineteen assists, twenty-four points in twenty-four games. I don't care for London. <laughs> I, I don't Perot. care. I want Perot. I think you will <laughs> care by the time he gets to I the league. No. I, I actually do think he'll end up being a pretty decent defender for us. So it could need, be like need, coffee. It's as like I said, it's giving me co- it's giving me York over Caulfield York. vibes, and I don't like it. Oh, York over Caulfield was more egregious. It's giving. Because we traded back and then had another opportunity and decided not to draft him again. And he was supposed <laughs> to go in like the top like five or definitely top ten picks. Yeah, yeah, like top like twelve to ten, like that range. Yeah, I mean, I it could have been another that. gift that fell to us, but we only like taking one gift per year, apparently. So, what what kind of vibes are you getting, Coots? From the Rangers. From the Rangers. Yeah. Um. I mean, last year I they were kind of my cup favorite, and I think they look a little better this year than last year. I mean, they got Laviolette as a coach, so he's a winner. Um, yeah. I like him a little bit more. For he, that he, fact, he always and, gets more out of them the first year too. Yeah, and Kreider is better than people give him credit for. Like they're like, "Oh, he scored fifty last year. Not going to happen again." But he's still humming, and I really like Keandre Miller. I think he's yeah. such a good defender. They have like three top, top, uh, top one or two defensemen on their team. Pretty good. I would, I would argue that Kreider's their second best forward. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, next to Panarin. Yeah, I always thought he Panarin's was. Good. Panarin's good too. Yeah, so Panarin also fat. shaved his head and <clears throat> turned ten. Him a monster. Yeah. He's, he's this fucking his twenty four year old rookie season all over again. Insane. <laughs> one rookie of the year this year probably <laughs> um all right one one other thing about the rangers we should talk about is this baseball swing that truba took on a I think Frederick. Was, oh 
yeah, on Frederick the other day, Trent Frederick. in which he only got fined five thousand dollars when he basically tried to like <laughs> chop his, Does head, he off? Have a his head off. He doesn't have already, a hearing? It's done. No hearing. $5,000. Only $5,000? That's wild. Just yeah, that was pretty crazy. Pretty That's questionable stuff. It's just good old old-time hockey, guys. Come on. <laughs> it reminds me of when uh, Malkin, Malkin tried Raffle. to take out Raffle's head and just missed his face. If he made contact, that would have been brutal. And because he didn't make contact, I think he only got suspended one game, right? Meanwhile, Truba... <laughs> made contact with the side of this dude's head and compared to our salaries he got fined like 25 cents yeah on unbelievable i mean (laughs) like the intent was clearly there like i don't that's crazy clean you got rangers fans defending truba to the bone as well for it that's just like you can defend your guys but like if one of my guys tried to take off someone's head i'd be like yeah, I'm happy he didn't get suspended, but he definitely should have been suspended. I mean, How about him leveling Hathaway? Yeah, and refusing <laughs> to fight to Laurier. Yeah, yeah, didn't want to do it. But but Hathaway, good on him, came back, got two fights that game, had another big hit on uh, Lindholm or Lindgren. Lindgren. That's so another that defense good, they have, dude. Lindgren. That was a good game. I think I think Delorier's just got to drop drop the gloves and start punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that's exactly penalty. what he's there for. Yeah. Like, like, take the two minutes. No, to get yeah, it. exactly. Get a ten minutes conduct. It doesn't that's what matter. The Rangers did. Yeah, that's what the Rangers did. They just got an instigating penalty. Yeah. Oh, Christmas time. Oh. Yeah, but instead he just let Cathway get bundled. Yeah. yeah. And then asked him <laughs> if he wanted to fight. And then Hathaway had to fight Goodrow. <laughs> he, he did win. Yeah. 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 But Rangers are a wagon. Game, actually, that felt like an old school, like mid two thousands, like ground and pound game. Yeah, you had uh, Miller taking out Brink after the buzzer went. Yeah, like I love that. Like, like let's go, let's mix it up, baby. I love in between the whistles activity. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me get a little face wash going. You know. Yeah, I love stuff around <laughs> around the benches. Is my favorite. Oh, those are always fun too. When the yeah. players can just start chirping. Yeah, and the coaches like are pissed too and chirping each other. Yeah, like Lavi versus the Penguins <laughs> versus Dan Bosma. <laughs> it's like Tony Bosma. Oh, one, one of the most iconic photos in NHL history of the past like ten years. <laughs> Might be more than ten years old actually. It'd be like eleven. It is over ten years. It was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. Um, that boys yeah time flies um let's move on let's talk about another big news item uh around the league so mark andre Fleury got this uh native american helmet design for his goalie mask i think it was in honor of his wife as well and he wanted to wear it during warm-ups uh and the nhl said no you can't do that but instead of listening to the bullshit rules the nhl puts in place flurry decides i don't care i'm just gonna wear it anyway and he does that's uh, a big balls move what is the rule yeah i have no idea you can't it's just like, like dumb stuff you can't like, wear anything one player wasn't allowed to wear a cancer ribbon on his helmet during hockey fights cancer month uh, it's so it's so dumb like what they pick and choose that you can't do it's like who gives a f- 
it's like nobody cares and he's literally he's honoring his wife and representing like a community like what what's wrong with that like there's nothing wrong with that just doesn't make too much sense um i don't think he got like um like any penalty for it like uh no like any fine or any because i think batman realized yeah i'm dumb yeah it was also native american heritage night like what the fuck the helmet was also awesome looking yeah so it was so sick it was so it was it was kind of sexy it it goes hand in hand, I guess, with the uh, the pride tape thing that that one player wore on the Coyotes, where they said you can't do that, and he did it anyway. It's just like the NHL decides to make up these random rules Travis that make Dermot? no sense. Yeah, Travis McDermott. <clears throat> Thank you, McDermott. Yeah. yeah, the NHL just makes up these bogus rules that just don't make any sense to anybody like, except do they for them. Not have a PR department and see how stupid this looks like. It's happened like five times this year already, where they've made just boneheaded decisions. Did he? Did he only wear it? Did he didn't wear it in play? He did. Oh, he did wear it in play too. Okay, he it sick. I would have done that for the too. full game. Love that. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, anything else on that? I just think it's kind of bullshit. Thought we, we definitely had to mention it. Um, Figure it out, NHL. Let's go. Yeah, Gary Bettman needs to go. They're they're so behind. I know on the times. Yeah, speaking of, they're coming out with their NFTs soon. So, I dude, I saw that. And I was like, you gotta be, you gotta be fucking means. kidding me. I'm kind of lost with all that talk. You gotta. People be realized they were a scam pretty quickly, and now the NHL is hopping on it like two years later. <laughs> you can't write. You can't even make this shit up, dude. The NHL is ran by a bunch of fucking old white men that don't get trends till years later. <laughs> insane um all right anything else for around the league any other teams i um can i throw in something about like uh columbus i literally uh, yeah of course i literally wrote coots down for this because i knew you'd have something so let's hear it oh oh yeah no i'm just kind of like curious what you guys think about uh them benching line a or scratching line a and benching goudreau i mean folks i mean they're uh, both severely underperforming like yeah that's true Hold out underperforming, but it's also like the team's not good and not supposed to be good. It's dude, just how so about interesting, also, dude. How about Kent Johnson in the AHL right now? Why is That's he in the AHL? And, and also, did you see that? Um, that one Russian, I forget his name, um, Voronov or something like that. He He's you know putting to the out to the media that he's not like having fun in Columbus and not like the Russian players on the team aren't really communicating with him, pro and, and yeah, like pretty, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much like he's not getting along with his teammates and kind of wants to go back to Russia. Yeah, Dmitry <laughs> Vronkov. Vronkov, yeah. And he's actually having a good year, too. He's a beast. He's like 6'4", 220, and like almost a point per game. He's but, dude, that team, that team, if you thought the Flyers were a shit show last year, that team is really a shit show. And I feel bad for him. I feel bad yeah, for dude. the fans. I think that's pretty fucked up to be like an older – Russian player who's been in the U.S. for a while, and you're not like helping a young Russian kid out who like is here for the first time. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's that's very on par with what we hear. Pretty Provorov, fucked up, right? Yeah, it kind of sounds like Provorov to me. <laughs> Provorov's like, you can either you can either come it. over and take fucking Instagram videos with my dog, or you can fuck or off. you're or you're <laughs> going to the gulag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But like, I'm. I. What do you guys think about like? Do you think it was a good move not getting Goudreau like a year ago? I don't know. Yes. I still wanted them to go. I. I still. It's like you can't. You can't see what he's done in Columbus and and say that he he would have done the same. But you know, would have mm-hmm. played the same in Philly. It mm-hmm. for me, it goes back to you have the the one of the top free agents and a superstar player who just had a over a hundred point season want mm-hmm. to come to your team. And you yeah. make that work somehow. Yeah. He was only like 26, 27, 28. Would I rather have Goudreau and not Travis Sanheim right now? Yes. No, he's our best defenseman. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I think oh. I would still t- I think I would still take Goudreau on this. Yeah. Team. What what would I take Goudreau and take Lawton and, and Sanheim off the books? He might yes. help the power play if he was on the team. He would one hundred percent would because he is one of the best players at zone entries. Yeah, he would. And he also Wonder, takes. The, he also like doesn't take any penalties. Buffalo's not I mean, line A, dude. Not I, dude. Not what happened that. to line A, dude? He was so good in Winnipeg for a few he put years, up, dude. He put up back to back forty old seasons, like start his career at, at like nineteen and 20. like. Yeah, I was gonna say under twenty one years old. I think, doing I that. think Torch I just he broke was... him. <laughs> Torch <laughs> broke his will, <laughs> teaching him defense. Why would he do that? And then he won it out. I don't know if he's like not in shape or he doesn't want to put not happy there or what. Like it's weird. He's also coming back off an injury. Maybe that's still. Yeah. But he had like one of the most lethal shots. He seems like the kind of guy that just like is not into the game. Yeah. Just seems like he just like wants to make a paycheck and I kind of like that. go out there and try and score goals. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Like kind of I, like a Ben Simmons like, kind of personality. Yeah, I like, could see him. Yeah. Um, he's good at hockey, but he doesn't like hockey type of guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That was exactly I what I was going to totally say. There's a ton, ton of guys in the NBA who like don't love basketball and are just gifted in this basketball. Is this is crazy. You, you guys are paid millions of dollars to play a fucking sport. How do you not like it? Yeah. If you pay me a million dollars, I'll love anything. Anything. <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> you pay me millions of dollars to do. I'll love it. Don't worry. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> He also seems like the type of guy that, like, he's not trying to deal with the bullshit in Columbus. I feel like Columbus has just had so much shit that they've had to deal with where Lina is just like, fuck, let me just yeah. go out there and play. Like, yeah, they're pro- yeah I feel like he, he, wants to, he wants to play for, like, a big a big. He team. wants to be on a good team. He wants to yeah. be on a good big team, but it's also, like, he has no leverage now. Like, after he got out of Winnipeg, like, he now has, like, no leverage with, yeah. with his agent or with GMs or anything. Getting paid seven point five million dollars too. It's crazy. He's got three goals in eleven games. That's crazy. Poor guy. Come on, figure it out, Line A. Let's go. They just have nobody. <laughs> any, any. I mean, yeah, they're just they're gonna be in the running for a top pick. For sure. Yeah. LA. Cole Eisenman yeah. might be coming their way. How you? How you guys feeling about Chicago? I've had um, I've watched a terrible. couple of their games. They're terrible, they're but like Taylor Hall is out for the year. They stink. I, I like Corey Perry. Just like apparently left the team or something. Yeah, for pers- personal reasons. Oh, I didn't even some know that. Fam- some family stuff going on. I think. Yeah, he was playing pretty good. He's playing pretty good. Um, I've liked watching Bedard play. Like his shot has translated to the NHL. Like that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's a good sneak peek to what Mitch Koff is going to be doing. Yeah, hell, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, and I don't think Let's his go. like size has been a problem, and I think he's just gonna win the Calder because of his like you know pedigree. 
but who he is if he yeah. leads he's got the most he, points and most goals amongst rookies too. yeah yeah and it's also like he's gonna have and he also has had the most opportunity right of all the rookies yeah too. it's mm. his to lose I'm Chicago. I might look at a guy like Delorier to pick up, though. Protect them. I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah. That's fine I mean, me. they have Felino and Perry for that, and well, they got that that um. Oh, what I forget his name starts with a K. Korshinsky? I can't remember his name. No, it's like it's like um. Uh, Korchinski, the no, defense Koulage. It's like Kul- Kul- or Kyra, Kyra or something like that. Oh oh oh. Oh yeah, he, I know. I know you're talking about Juju Kara. Yeah, Juju, yeah. There you go. He fights. I mean, I don't know. Pick him up. <laughs> we need to make space on this roster for skill players, so you can take them. I do like our our fourth line though. It, it is fun. It is fun to have that line with all of our like young guys buzzing around. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it is. It's fun to complain about roster decisions and stuff, especially when we're like playing well, because it's like we can nitpick. Yeah, every like yeah, single it's, decision. it's easy too. Yeah, it's yeah, a good problem to like, have. We have too many players and not enough roster space for once. Yeah, we're not we're not hopping on the podcast every other week, fucking just bitching about how fucking horrible we are anymore. So it's a good change of pace. <laughs> yeah, it is good. <laughs> it's nice. Um, looks like we got one more thing here. On around the league, uh, the winter classic jerseys. Alex, did you put that up there? Yeah, I was just curious. What, what are the thought? winter classic teams? Is this the Seattle and Vegas? Oh, Seattle. And oh, Vegas. So the They're Seattle one, the Seattle one got terrible. leaked, right? They're both terrible. Seattle I, has I, like I, a big red S on the I middle of their jersey, and it looks terrible. And then Vegas's, Vegas it's like v, okay, but it's like they didn't even yeah. try. It's they like just, they didn't put too much effort they, into it. Yeah, they look bad. They try to make Seattle look like a, like an old school, like a really old school jersey. Well, that like is the, their old, I think, like 20s jerseys. They, they do, had a team do you know what that 20s? looks like to me? It looks like they're planning playing NHL 24, and <laughs> the, 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 gl- the glitch <laughs> happened, and you're taking the other team's colors on your jersey, and it just looks <laughs> insane. <laughs> it does. Oh, man. Uh yeah, the Vegas one like they look. It looks like they fucking didn't try at all. Like it used to be a time where winter classic jerseys were like sick. Yeah. Now they all suck, pretty much. It's supposed to be a big. Did money the Fly- grab Flyers didn't release teams. their their stadium series jersey? Did they? No, no. High hopes for that. They're going. They're going early. black. Or like yeah, they're, they're going black. black. That's yeah, nice. Devils are gonna be red. Uh, Holy yeah. shit! They do look like uh. EA NHL jerseys. You think you think the yeah. Devils Devils bring back that jersey with that had a little green in it? And I, I like those. the crack I ones, love so. those ones. You love the Devils green ones? I love those jerseys. The Christmas jerseys? I, I actually don't mind them. They should bring those back. I think uh for the stadium series. Oh, dude, if, if the Flyers have black stadium series jerseys again, old-fashioned ones. But it's like what else like can the they ones do? We have now, I'm copying one immediately. The one that was all orange, the game of the link that you went to that Drew scored the overtime winner. Like, yeah, good time. I didn't really like that jersey, but good game, good time, right? So it's associated with like a, ha- a happy memory, at least. Yeah. Besides mm. that, I haven't like loved any of the other Flyers like alternate jerseys. The last one I loved was the winter classic from 2012, 2011. The mm. best Flyers jersey of all time. The 2012 one was sick. Yeah. That oh. became the alternate for a few years. Um, but did like they the, even the, wear that? As Which... an alternate, they did. Yeah. yeah. The 
the 50th year anniversary one sucked with like the gold Ugh. outline. Ugh. The white and orange one, that one sucked. And then the black one now that's an alternate that was the stadium series one. Uh Pretty is decent. okay. That one's I like decent. It. I, I don't love like the huge the numbers, numbers are too big. The numbers yeah. are too big. I don't yeah, I don't know why. It's too big on the ice, and it's too big when you buy the jersey and have like fucking giant. Or something. Like the, the the numbers like bend and they, yeah. they get like creases Warped. on them, and it kind of ruins it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm hoping for a sick jersey, something sick, something cool I can yeah. buy. I don't have a current flyer jersey anymore; they were all traded away from me. Who would you pick a jersey for? Like what player? Um. Might go Beezer. Create a Mitchkov jersey. Or or a Mitchkov. But if he doesn't go 39, it would bother me. Yeah, I'm waiting until we get a real number. Just in case. I would, I would, I would rather go T- TK or T- Beezer. I, yeah, I have a TK jersey already. I would like to get a different one, but I'm not going to double up there. I think Tippett would be a great one to get. Yeah. Mm. I don't love 74. I, I like it. I like that number. But... Farabee is a great one because he's heating up. He's playing well. I like 86. Has a good look to it. <clears throat> There's not many other players that I would go out and grab just because I don't know how long they're going to be on the team for. Yeah, Couturier. <laughs> I would Coots, get a Couturier. Yeah. I just love Coots. Say, did I, you say Hart? No, but I usually go for guys who have letters, but only one with the letters Lawton right now. So. Mm. I think I saw a stat that I think Coots is coming up on being the fourth uh, leading Flyers player in games played all time, Jesus. something around those lines. And wow, I saw that. I was like, holy shit! Like he's one of the most popular Flyers players ever. Essentially, like to be top five yeah. in games played, that's pretty big, especially for an organization that's as like incredible as as philly i don't think i don't think that's right no all-time games played like in the regular season is clark and then drew like drew played 900 right let's see where katuria is katuria's played 474 games or maybe it was like if he like plays out his contract or like over the next few seasons i don't know there was something with coots okay i believe you i am i'm to be honest, I'm speaking out of my ass a little bit, so I could be lying. So, do you want to make an argument for switching your guy, or is it not even worth yeah. it? Yeah. Do you want to go into post game? Let's do yeah. that. <laughs> um, I think I deserve a mulligan because my guy has been <laughs> flipped in and out of the lineup. So there's like he and he's he's been good when he's in the lineup. Like I don't think you can really deny that statistically, he looks good. Um, but there's just not there's just not enough games i need a guy that's in there all the time so it's not fair i i don't think you'd be asking for a mulligan if you picked bobby brink as your guy and he's been in and out of the lineup just as much as frost you could you could have frost and brink i can have them both I mean, I'm still no, 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 I'm not allowing that. I will not allow that. I'm still, I'm still going to support Frost. I I will, I will allow you to switch if we get to choose from like three guys. You're allowed to switch to. Okay, I like that. Let's do that. That's good content. Okay, but we'll we'll come up with it for the next episode. I'll have to chat with with the boys offline. The boys. All right, don't you can't like. 
I mean, it's, it's not going to be like Delorier Hathaway stall. Like, it's not. That's not. We're not going to do that. Right. But we could. I like that. Let's do that. It'll give people something to look forward to for the next episode. So that'll be nice. All right. Sounds good. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, please like, comment, and follow on Twitter and Instagram at Pod, and listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review on Apple and Spotify. I'm Z for DG, Johnny Shoots, and Alex. We'll see you guys next time.